Headliner Radio, the creative voice. All right, so happy to be welcoming Travis Harrington to Headliner Radio. How's it going, Travis? You right? Hey, how's it going? Sweet. You just good. You're in, um, cool, cool. And you're just saying you're in Florida. What's going on in Florida? Because you're based in Georgia, right? Uh, I'm actually in Florida right now. I came down here about uh, during the pandemic um, while we were uh, recording the first album. Oh, so you're based in Florida now? Yeah, I'm based in Florida right now. Because we're always on the road anyway. So mm. so you've got like your studio there and everything? Yeah, studio. Uh, we got studio. Well, I use a travel studio. You know what I mean? So I usually keep oh, a studio really? with me wherever I go. Yeah. And we usually record, you know, moving around and stuff like that. So I don't, I, I'm in Florida. I'm based in Florida now, but I don't spend a lot of time here. You know, I'm still moving around quite a bit. Yeah, is that like just working with different artists in different locations kind of thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my main focus lately has been uh, Raw Wave. So um, we've been working on the latest album. So doing that. You know, we've been moving around and we're recording and stuff on the road and on the go and stuff like that. So mm. just finishing up that project now. Yeah, so Travis, just to like fully introduce you, so um, could you talk about how you like got into music when you were younger and how that went from music to actually, you know, getting into the studio side of music and producing engineering? Uh, yeah, it'd be so cool uh, to hear about that. Um, well, uh, well, I started out producing, um, you know, making beats, trying to rap as a kid, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe about like 13, 14 years old, you know what I mean? Making beats and stuff like that. Uh you know, got into it with the Fruity Loops. And I think the first software I, I used was like this software called uh, Storm 2.0 or something like that. And I used to make beats and, you know, people uh, kind of had took a liking to them in the area that I was in. So uh, from there, I went to uh, I went to Los Angeles because I was in Atlanta at the time growing up. But I ended up going to Los Angeles and I went to school in Los Angeles at L.A. Uh, recording school. And when I was out there. Um, you know, learned a lot about the, the engineering and the technicalities behind it and stuff like that. But then um, my real foot in the door came um, when I got my internship at Larrabee. And at the time, uh, Jason Joshua, Manny Merrickin, um, and Dave Pisado, they were they all three had rooms there. So it was a lot of uh, big name artists and big songs and big records that were getting mixed at the time. You know what I mean? That kind of gave me my my foot in the door. Yeah, I mean, because around then, were you working with, like, TLC and Destiny's Child? Did I read? Is that right? Um, well, actually, I was working with uh, Tricky Stewart in The Dream. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, yeah. I, so I ended up meeting Tricky Stewart in The Dream through that time period. And then we ended up, you know, I mean, I ended up going to Atlanta and uh, going back to Atlanta and uh, working at uh, Tricky Stewart's uh, production studio, Triangle Sound, uh, Red Zone. And uh, worked worked on a lot worked with a lot of people. Then that's when I ended up getting credits with like uh, Michael Jackson's last album, um, Justin Bieber's first album. We did that whole thing. I was under Crew Carell at the time there, so got to work on a lot of big name vocals. Yeah, so basically you uh, started off like interested in making beats and rapping, and then is it through obviously with making beats? There's you know that's producing rights, and there's that where you really realize producing was your thing, the kind of more te- technical side mm-hmm. of it. That was what got you excited kind of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of on both sides of it because I still, I still produce and engineer to this day, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I kind of, it's just, 
working on my own music and, and things like that, I feel like that's what really gets you better. You know what I mean? As an engineer anyways, like if you're making beats, you're probably already engineering. You know what I mean? Or if you're uh, just trying to make your own songs as an artist, you know what I mean? You, you're already engineering. So I just took more, you know what I mean? Took took a lot. It helped me learn a lot about the technical stuff through the engineer. I mean, through the producing and making beats part, you know, then when I was actually able to learn the technicalities and all that, like yeah. dive deeper, you know, then it just took the other the, the producing. Cause I, I feel like they go hand in hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And I think I read that where you studied, where you studied all this stuff, was it like very practical? Like it wasn't just like a guy at the front of a classroom telling you stuff. It was like you were being sent to studios. Um, you mentioned mm-hmm. internship as well. That must be really important, right? To actually, for all this stuff to sink in and to learn it, to actually be doing it in studios, automatically. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Because you go, yeah, because you only go to school for a short period of time. You know, maybe. Well, I was there for a year. Most people are there for nine months. So after that, though, you know what I mean. You pretty much you you know like what Pro Tools is and what's it what's going on with everything, but you don't know how to how to apply it. So cool working in the studios and getting hands-on help and hands-on, you know what I mean? Being a, being a part of the records being actually made is actually, to me, yeah, that's the most important part. That's actually, you know what I mean? Helps you take it to the next level. So. Yeah. And do you still do some like mentoring through those people as well? Did I see? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still do mentoring and stuff. Uh, I forgot the name of that school. Uh, connection. Mm-hmm. Recording Connection. Recording Connection, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, I've done a, a couple mentor programs with them, so where I mentored a couple students and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Get them hands on because I had a studio in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. They mixing is art uh, studios, so I was doing a lot of mentoring out of that out of that studio. Yeah, I mean, so Travis, your credits just insane. I mean, if you start, let's just start with Drake because like Drake's obviously one of the biggest artists in the world by quite a long way. So yeah, how did that? Mm-hmm. How did you get to work with Drake? How did that come about for you? Um, well, that came about through working at um, tr- uh, Triangle Sound through the early, like in my earlier part of my career. Mm-hmm. I was uh, they, there's a song called "Shut It Down" that um, Drake and um, the Dream did together, and I was able to record that that record. You know what I mean? And work on that record and, and record quite a few parts on there. Uh, like the dreams part and all that stuff and do my thing on that record through being at that studio. Cause it, it was at the time, you know, everybody wanted to work with the dream. Everybody wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Get something going. So it was so busy. We had so much going on, man. I was young when I first did that too. I was just coming in really, you know, like what people would say. Cause the thing about me is people would always say like, you have like you, you, you start as an intern, you know what I mean? Then you go to a runner, then you go to assistant. But, you know what I mean? But some people could spend a lot of time at these certain points. But me, for some reason, like throughout my career, I've always been able to get to the next step pretty fast. And it was always a different facility and always a different opportunity there where I would go, you know what I mean? Or wherever it would take me. So that was kind of one of those situations to where I was just coming up and I just happened to be one of those kind of guys who just, you couldn't really get me out of the room. You know, I was just always in the room. I always wanted to be in the room, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I finally got my shot, that was around that time. I think my first shot to really, cause they, yeah, the, the, cause before that I did uh, 
the Justin Bieber album with Kukarel. So I was already kind of learning like vocal processes and all that stuff, you know. So by the time that came around, it was uh I was already getting it, you know, getting into it. Mm. I mean, do you have advice to younger producers like how to make that kind of progression that you've made? And you made it so quickly. I, I don't know if it's about making it quickly, just making sure that progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not necessarily about making it quickly, but it is about, like you said, making it, um, making the progression, making the steps happen. Like if you, uh, you just, but, it, but it's really about what you do. Like, so me, I, I look at the music, music industry, or what we're trying to do in uh in similar to sports, you know what I mean? Similar to sports are, are cooking, right? So if you are a chef or you play a sport or something and you don't do it, you only do it at the times that you're at work or you're in cooking for someone else, then you're most likely not going to be that good. You know what I mean? But if you actually take yeah. time to practice on your own and apply these things that you see it on a daily basis and you just do it, like treat yourself as a client as well, like, and do and do your stuff, you know what I mean? Do it for yourself, then it'll show when you get to the actual situation in the room or something comes up and something, you know, it'll show. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, you mentioned Justin Bieber there. So, yeah, <laughs> another one of the biggest artists in the world for some time now. So, uh, which I think you said now, which album did you uh, get to work on and what was your role? Um, uh, yeah, on that album. Um, it was the first album. It was the first his first album. Uh, I want to say it was My World was the name of it. Yeah, I think so. My World sounds that sounds right. Yeah. Yep, it's My World. That was the name of it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I was like young, you know, nineteen years old, just coming in, um, just coming into Tricky's production facility, and to be honest, uh, I was just hungry, and I always like, you know, was, um, was interested in what was going on in the room, and and Cook kind of Kukarel threw me an opportunity where he basically needed someone to uh, run the vocal chain. Like, uh, like, so what I, what I had to do was I basically had to, and it was a great learning experience too coming in because basically my, my, my main objective through that was like, make sure the compressions right on the vocals, make sure the, the actual, cause we recorded it, that album through uh, from a Neve uh, 1073, I want to say. Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm saying the right number right, Neve, yeah, a Neve to a uh, uh, CL1B into Pro Tools, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, so my job was to make sure that the CL1B, you know, fluctuate, you know, ride that gain on that CL1B, all that kind of stuff, you know. But it really taught me a lot about capturing a correct vocal in that time, you know. So yeah, it was definitely yeah. a learning experience. Yeah, amazing. I mean, were these like superstars, literally like Drake, Justin Bieber, do you get to spend much time with these artists or is it more kind of behind the scenes for you? Um, it's, they're there, like, like uh, Justin Bieber was there for the entire process of his album getting done. He was there every day. Yeah, he would have um, been really young then, right? Yeah, he was very young, man. He was, he was young and he was, he was hungry. He was ready to go every day. You know, he was in there. Mm. So, you know what I mean? But yeah, so sometimes it's a little bit of both. It's behind the scenes because it takes a lot, it takes, a lot of time to make a certain type of record, you know, like, uh, so if you take like, uh, I got to assist on, um, circle the drain by, uh, Katy Perry with Tricky Stewart. And so if you, so if you listen to that record, it has so many guitars and so many guitar layers in that, so in that record to where that 
took about two weeks after Katy Perry left of getting guitar, guitar parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she was there for her, her the cutting up her vocals and her parts. But then after that, she left uh, Tricky. And uh, I think the guitar player at the time, I want to say his name was Julio. Um, they, you know what I mean? He, he kept coming in for two weeks after to, to put guitar parts on. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. building up bass parts and all of that. So it could. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a little of both. Yeah, I mean, other credits like John Legend. I think Michael Jackson. Did I see like these? Just kind of do you ever like just like pinch yourself when you think about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Michael Jackson one was was pretty insane because it's it's to me it's just one of those credits that just kind of like as I was going along my career is one of those things to say okay you you you're gonna do something in the game you know what I mean. For you to, because he he had already passed away, at the time he had just passed that mm-hmm. summer, and basically uh, they had basically contacted us to do a rec do two records on his album, so you know what I mean. So that with me that was literally just right place, right time. You know what I mean, young kid learning and getting to see how the process really goes, mm-hmm. and then also getting to be a part of uh, history. You know, what I mean? musical history at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But it, it just reassured me, like, okay, you 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 keep keep going, you know what I mean? Because in in engineering and production and this side of the music, it it could be for some people, you know, they don't you you could like I've known a lot of people who come out, they don't really get like a lot of reassurances or you know what I mean? What I call small wins, you know, because mm-hmm. in this you got to celebrate a lot of the small wins, even if you you know what I mean, like. Michael Jackson didn't come to the studio to work with me, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I was able to contribute a part to the project, you know what I mean? To the history. So that was definitely something that's... Yeah, you've got to be grateful for anything anything that comes your way. Definitely. Um, And then, yeah, I guess for someone like you who's done so much, I'd just love to ask, like, which... I don't want to say favorite projects because I'm sure they're all special for you, but are there any that, like, when you think back over your career, are there any, like, projects that spring to mind really quickly that give you that kind of warm feeling that you remember really, really well at all? Um, Yeah, there's a few projects that give me, uh, one is like uh, Ghetto Gospel, Raw Wave, that that album was like one of those albums that uh, like, I had a lot to, I had a lot to do with it at the time, you know what I mean? I was like able to really, it was a time where it was like, okay, a lot of people don't see what's going on and nobody's really paying attention to what we're doing over here. So I could dive all the way in. There's no expectations, you know what I mean? And then for it to blow up as fast as it did and for me to be able to like, because music changes your life so many times. Like as you go on this journey, like it, it's like, like you have these life-changing projects, you have these life-changing moments throughout your career. But to be on a journey like that to where, you know what I mean? It completely changes your life again already from where your life had already, you know what I mean? Where you already thought your life had changed and then it's, oh, no, your life changed again, you know? So, yeah, that project, the journey that we took on that, like, we made it on tour. We came up with uh, new, like, new styles of recording and how we, you know what I mean? How we're going to work and bring the energy and, you know what I mean? These things yeah. to where it was, a, it was a very fun project. And, you know what I mean? I was very proud of it. Oh man, cool. Yeah, there's a rapper in the UK called Getz who he has the same name album, Ghetto Gospel from like 2014. So hopefully they were cool with each other having the same album <laughs> name, you know. He's like one of the best MCs in the country. So hopefully saw it as a good but yeah, you mentioned Rod Wave, like 
Am I right in saying you're like the only guy he works with, more or less, in terms of engineering? Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, he's uh. So after I did all, after I went with that tricky studio, uh, working with Tricky Stewart, and I worked with a, a producer named Shakespeare, and I went through all these runs with all these production camps, you know. Um, and then I opened my own studio. After that, I met Rod, and it was like a whole nother journey again to where, okay, this kid just got signed. Um, he doesn't have a sound. He doesn't really know where, you know what I mean? He had, like when I, when I met him, he had barely been in the studio maybe like once or twice, you know what I mean? Like actual big studio in like a major city, you know, like when they sign you, they send you to a major studio instead of you recording in rooms where you've been and all that. So, yeah, so he's, he, we, we link up like that, man. And it was just so much there, you know, so to do, you know, and be on the road and, uh, come up with this style and help, help bring the sound and help develop the sound, you know, cause I started working with him, uh, and you might, you guys might not be familiar with, uh, his catalog that, that much out there, but his, I started working with him right at the commercial break, like right when everything got bigger, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I guess some people think you'd say straight away, like Drake or Justin Bieber, because they're such huge names, but because you've been on like this journey with Rod and you've watched him grow as an artist, I guess that's why that would feel like one of the you know biggest projects. And it's more than projects; it sounds like a lifelong thing you've got going with him. So yeah, it makes total sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, Travis. So I'd love to ask. I think you use uh, Waves plugins quite a lot, right? In your career, I'd love to just speak to you about that. Like, when did you first start yeah. using um, Waves? Um, well, I started using Waves uh, around, I don't know what update it was, but I'll say probably like 20, two, 2009. I'll say probably about 2009. I started using Waves plugins and getting into them. And, you know, because back then it wasn't very many plugins. You were, it was a lot of plugins, but it was like, no matter what you did, everyone basically started with, hey, you got to have Waves plugins. You should get Waves bundle. You know what I mean? But that would, that would be pretty much the suggestion fresh out of school you know yeah so were you just using um i know you mentioned you were on like fruity loops to begin with so were you just using before waves you're just using like whatever plugins came with whatever software you were using yeah, well, and then... well in the beginning in the beginning i didn't have very much knowledge of like the plugins and the whole yeah, engineering yeah. aspect of it but once i pretty much learned about that it was pretty much waves now you know and uh, and I grew uh, like waves to me. Like for me, I use a lot of waves. I use more waves probably than any other plugin out there. Like a lot of people use like a lot of the new stuff, like uh, Fab filters and like a lot of that stuff. But mm-hmm. most of my templates that I've created and the stuff that I use still incorporate just tons of wave stuff. You know what I mean? Waves pretty practical. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So basically, you've used, you've tried other plugins, but you've, Waves works the best for you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried a bunch of plugins, you know, and I still, and I have a bunch of plugins, but Waves are, are my go tos. Like, out of my go to tools to use, Waves are. Yeah. And which, yeah, and with go tos, like, which ones within Waves do you go to the most in projects? Do you find, which ones do you find yourself using like, um, almost every session you do? On every session, you'll find a, our compressor, you'll find an HEQ, mm-hmm. you'll find a Sibilance, you'll find 
RDSer, the actual just the, the straight DSer that, that Waves made as well, you know, mm-hmm. CLA 2A, um, C4, C6, stuff like that. Yeah, amazing. Can you talk about like on a recent project how you've like used those really cool tier like yeah, the kind of nitty-gritty of how you use them in projects. Um, um, well, I use a lot of, like, as far as, um, you mean, like, as far as, like, like what I would use them on or what I would... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I, I use uh, the CLA, the CLA plugins, like the CLA um, compressors and stuff. It's, like, glue, like, on bus tracks, you know what I mean? I, I use, like, the R compressor as, like, glue, or I use it as control for control of my vocals, you know, that, that gives you great control. I, uh, the, uh, the, the ATQ, you know what I mean? That's great because the graphic e- equalizer, you know what I mean? You can get in there and really like, uh, manipulate what you're trying to do pretty easily with the graphic EQ. So that's just one that's like classic, pretty simple, you know, sibilance, mm. The combination for me, I use quite a few DSers, so I may use sibilance and DSer and RDSer all on the same track sometimes, you know, yeah. just, to, just to give it a lot of DSing. Just to, you know, I may, I may have them do different things, but you know, just to get it, just to get that sound out. Cause a lot of times I'm recording in hotel rooms, especially nowadays, you know, with the way the music industry is, a lot of times I'm recording hotel rooms or random places and stuff, you know. A song could start anywhere. Yeah. So, um, the, the the new one you guys came out with, the new one that Waves came out with is uh, the uh, Clarity Vox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good too. I recently started using that one to get rid of the background noise when I'm recording in, um, you know, what I mean, hotels, rooms, and things like that. Yeah, amazing. So, it sounds like Waves really helps you with vocal work and mainly does that sound right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Waves is definitely my go-to for vocals. Mm-hmm. I can get a song sounding A1. The way yeah. If I, like, put it this way, if I if I was to, like, be somewhere and start a rig, if it doesn't have waves on there, it's probably going to make a difference for me. I'm probably going to be like, hey, man, we need to put some wave plugins on here. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess the big compliment here is, like, a lot of people think you have to have some really huge, fancy studio, but you're saying that you can just be in like a hotel room or anywhere, and as long as you've got your waves plugins, mm-hmm. you can kind of make sure it works and sound yeah. you know, completely professional and everything. Is that right? Yeah, I can. I can record it. I have recorded the hits with just waves plugins in a hotel room. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I can definitely create a hit with that. Like, yeah, something that people would be like, "Man, what studio is this done at?" Yeah, that's what I do. Um, I know. You, so you do a lot of mixing work, right? Is, is waves like part of your mixing side of your work as well? Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Um, mixes so I can um street runner, like street runner mix with raw wave. I use a lot of um waves plugins on that one. Definitely. Well, most of my mixes you're gonna find waves plugins. I'm telling you, it's my it's my go to. Yeah, it's my go to way. You know what I mean? It's my go to because I've been using them for so long as as well. You know, just with my uh, over the career with my templates and stuff, you know what I mean? I've been using them for quite a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then lastly, are there any like Waves plugins that you love that you don't see other producers using that much? Maybe kind of underrated 
plugins from Waves that you'd like to give a shout out to? Um, underrated plugin from Waves is probably the, the one knob filter. I would say that's probably one of the most underrated. Like you can do a, a whole lot with that plugin. You know what I mean? Like as far yeah, as like yeah. bringing creativity to your song, like you can do a lot with that. But with, with that one knob, even though it's just one knob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Travis. Thanks so much for talking to me. Um, what's uh, like what's happening with you this year? What what have you got coming up? Um, well, this year we got coming up. I'm I'm going to uh going to be releasing some templates coming up. I got some uh, presets coming out with waves coming soon. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm going to have some tutorial videos and things like that coming to show people how to use these uh, presets and stuff. Come with my, my presets coming with waves and all that. Uh, some templates I'm going to be releasing. Um, new album coming from Raw Wave as well that I produced, uh, mixed, mastered, recorded, all of it. So that should be fun. Yeah. Then I'd love to ask, like, what's, I think you're probably going to say, Rod Wave, I already know you're probably going to say this, but I was going to ask, like, what, if someone wanted, like, a really good introduction to you as, like, producer, engineer, mix, engineer, et cetera, is there, like, an um, album or something you'd point people towards? And I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to say Rod Wave, but I thought I'd ask anyway. Um, yeah, I would, I would say Rod. Uh, yeah, I would say Rod for, for right now, you know, where mm. we're at. That's the most relevant. The Ghetto Gospel album you mentioned, do you think you'd say that one? I'm sorry? Would you say the, you mentioned the Ghetto Gospel album earlier, would you probably point people towards that album? Yeah, I would point people towards Ghetto Gospel, um, Pray for Love. Um, I've done, yeah, I would just say there, you know. Oh, amazing. All right, Travis, thanks so much. Yeah, what's going on with you today? You're just in the studio making making music today? Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, well, actually, we're just traveling right now, so mm-hmm. we're about to. I'm about to go up to Orlando and see what's going on. Oh, nice, yeah. amazing. All right, Travis. Thanks so much. It's been great to talk to you. So All have right, fun you in, every, yeah, have fun in Orlando. Yeah. You got everything you need, boss. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. All Cheers, right. Travis. Thanks so much, man. All right, thank you, brother. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.